Record Shop is a digital collectible platform for music NFTs on the Flow blockchain. Hey fam, this is Redbird here from the Record Shop community team, and I am happy to welcome you to our podcast. We are sharing our live content here so you can stay up to date. Subscribe or follow now to keep up. Today's episode is a recording from an October 2022 Twitter Spaces with myself, Nick from the Disco Fries, and our guests from two Web3 projects, X Collective and their representative Rachel, and the Rogue Bunnies and their representatives, Playboy Bunnies, Victoria Fuller and Carrie Kendall. This Woman of Web3 episode is a perfect listen for anybody of any gender who is either working in or wants to work in Web3. We talk about getting paid and earnings in Web3, overcoming imposter syndrome, and the importance of lifting each other up. Hello, Victoria. Welcome. And I see we've got X Collective in the room as well. Hey. Hey, hey, this is Rachel here behind the X Collective account. So great to be with you all. And um, this is going to be an amazing dis- distraction for me today. It's um, I completely forgot a few days ago when we spoke that's a holiday and I'm for uh, as a Jewish holiday and I'm fasting. So I am so hungry right now, but I'm so excited to talk for y- with you all to distract me from that hunger. So thanks for having me that we can do I know I saw your message that you said it's a holiday and I was like uh oh but I'm so glad you're still here um all right so let's go uh we'll get started we'll just I'll do a quick little intro and then we can go around and everybody can introduce themselves um so my name is Redbird I'm community manager in marketing over at Record Shop and Record Shop is a digital collectibles platform for music NFTs uh and we've been around for a little over a year now so it's uh, been quite the journey um I'm really excited. We started this Women of Web3, uh, well, actually, if I reverse even a little more, um, we started a Women of Dance mentorship program back in the spring. And at that time, we had opened up uh, applications for five women to come, uh, five women who are starting their careers in the music industry to come in and learn from some of our uh, really fabulous artists on our platform. Um, so we did those mentorship sessions. Those mentees have now gone and actually dropped their music on Record Shop. Um, and with when we were doing that, we started this Women of Web3 concept and uh, these Twitter spaces and absolutely loved the conversations and wanted to keep them going. So now we're doing this monthly um, and super excited to talk with Rogue Bunnies and X Collective today and some of the amazing things that they're doing in the space. Um, before we get to that, I will pass it over to Nick, who is on the Disco Fries handle, and he can do a quick intro. And then why don't we do Victoria at Rogue Bunnies and then Rachel at X Collective. Hey, team. Uh, Nick from Disco Fries here. Really excited to be part of this conversation today and uh, really excited about what Lisa call while I'm talking so there's a rug uh, <laughs> really excited about all the things Lisa's put together here uh, for the women, women of web 3 series a big part of our uh, motivation not only in web 3 but also in music has always been to lift up uh, voices that are underserved and not spoken for or just not spoken for enough in the space um, so we always um, help lift up a lot of women artists, female artists uh, on our label and within the communities that we're involved in. Uh, a big part of our Friends of Fries drop 
which sold out on Record Shop, uh, was a number of female artists which have come into these spaces, and, and we're really excited to be part of that. And of course, um, I have two daughters, so I'm, I'm pretty motivated with uh, girl power over here in this house. Um, so yeah, really excited to be part of the po- conversation. And now we are doing this as a podcast, so all these Twitter spaces end up living a uh, long time after the fact, uh, forever, in fact, uh, as part of our podcast that we've launched with Record Shop. So I'm happy that uh, you know we'll have this not only here on Twitter, but people can listen on other platforms as well after the fact. So happy to be here. Awesome. I think it's my turn. Hi, I'm Victoria Fuller, and I am the founder of Rogue Bunnies. And uh, we are a collection of 100 playboy bunnies who decided to move away from our big brand to start our own brand and um the mission you know is bringing amazing beautiful women to web3 and creating um compelling innovative uh content for web3 through culture art and music with our um nft projects that are cross-chain and in multi-metaverses and um, yeah, so you'll see a bunch of us here today with all our rabbit ears on supporting this room today. And thank you for having us. This is really exciting. Anything with women of Web3, I'm totally in. So thank you for having us. Think of that I'm next. Hopefully I don't interrupt anyone. Um, great to meet both of you and all of you really on this conversation, excited to be up here and here and really just learn about other people's projects as well. Uh, my name is Rachel. I'm the founder of X Collective. I am a recruiter, so I help people get jobs. been doing it for about seven years, mostly within um, tech startups, but recently have leaped full-time into Web3 because I'm really passionate about how we can get more women and non-binary people working in Web3, so being paid and earning um, in this space. I saw so many amazing communities pop up earlier this year and late last year to help bring women and non-binary people into this new space um, from a consumption perspective. So helping them set up wallets and, and buy NFTs. And as important as that is, that was to me just the start. And so now the next step is how do we get these people um, earning money in the space and getting paid for all their contributions? So that's what we're up to, helping people get jobs at X Collective, open virtual doors for people. We do resume reviews, just like coaching and, and feedback and um, helping people squash that imposter syndrome that they might face coming into this space. So really happy to be here and can talk more about our project. Um, but I also am listening in on the space from my personal Twitter. It's it's uh, Rachel. Hey, hey, it's RP. So um, if anyone wants to connect, I always answer X Collective or uh, my personal Twitter and happy to help anybody looking for jobs, web two, web three, whatever it is, um, happy to be a resource. Awesome. Thank you so much, Rachel. Yeah. Um, and I don't think we're, uh, yeah, I don't think you're listening in on your personal account, but I think if you take over to the rogue bunnies, you can find her there. Um, all right. Thank you so much for those intros. Let's dive into the conversation. Um, I really want to dig in more to, uh, what Rachel was just talking about, uh, you know, finding roles in Web3. Um, I think this conversation can be really valuable for everyone, not just women. Because um, I know there's obviously the collector side and trying to flip things and make profit that way. But then all of us are also working in Web3. So I'd love to share some of our stories on how we came about 
Um, I would love to hear, Rogue Bunnies, how you've created that collection, what kind of drew you to do that, um, and then kind of flip over to Rachel and understand a little bit more. I know you're doing a survey right now. Um, would love to hear more about that if you started to look at those results or if you're still in the early stages of data collection and if um, we can help you get some people filling that out. Um, why don't we start with Rachel and maybe we can dig in there and then we can hop over and hear more um, from Rogue Bunnies. Yeah, thanks for bringing that up and thanks for noticing that we were doing that and, and kind of um, bringing that to everyone's attention. I think there's so much good stuff happening in the space. It's, it's like nearly impossible to keep track of all of the different projects. So I appreciate everyone here giving me the time and space to, to highlight a few things we're working on and see how people might be able to help or just benefit from what we're doing. So um, I'm a big proponent of um, helping like especially women negotiate compensation to ensure that um, we are being paid the same um, amount as men who are doing the same roles. And in Web2, that's definitely been challenging over the years, and there's definitely been a gap. And when I was helping people get jobs in Web3, like late last year and early this year, I realized that there was there's so much murky water when it comes to like compensation, right? Like what people are being paid, how people are being paid. And I was just wanted to get ahead of it so that we didn't have like another issue with um, a pay gap in this space. Um, and most of the time it's, it's unintentional it's just because people will ask for a certain amount in comp and then that's just what they, uh, a founder might just accept. And then sometimes it's, it might be a lot less though than someone else in a similar role. So what I wanted to do um, or what I did in web two was when I would help people negotiate, I'd be like, all right, let's look at the data. Like let's look at other people who are in similar roles from similar experiences and see what they're getting paid. Um, and that was always like the first step in order to, cause it's always helpful to like look at like real data instead of just kind of coming up with arbitrary numbers of what your, your skills sets are worth in the market. And I realized very quickly, as I'm sure anybody here who's looking for work in this space has noticed, there's not really a lot of information out there on like the standards and, and market pay for different positions. And so what we did is we launched, um, a simple survey. It's, now in the form of a type form um and it's it's pretty like i think it takes five minutes to fill out it's for anybody working in web3 either being paid or not paid um and if you're not being paid it's a you know just quick survey to understand um what you do and how many hours you work and if you are being paid it asks for details on like you know are you being paid in tokens are you being paid in nfts are you being paid in us dollar um or other cryptocurrency so um, we have that survey out right now. We've got about 200 responses. We're actually giving out, um, just because it's fun and, and a little silly, but um, I wanted, I pictured like being able to give someone a sticker. Like, you know when it says like, I voted. So I was like, okay, how do we give people a little like NFT in their wallet that says I support pay transparency in Web3. And so anybody who fills out the survey, if you put your wallet at the end, we're airdropping those NFTs out there just to have in your wallet showing that you support fair pay in this space. So um, yeah, and if you're curious on like some of that data or you're negotiating your own salary or comp or whatever it may be in the space, definitely jump in our Discord, um, open a ticket. Even if we don't have the answers, let's say you're looking for a job and we don't have a lot of data on that job, we do this thing where we can, um, if you open a ticket, we can anonymously post on your behalf in our community and just ask if anybody wants to share either privately or openly like 
how they're being compensated if they're in a similar role. So it's really just about, um, you know, getting the conversation going and having people talking about these things more because the more we talk about them, the less there'll be, I think, um, you know, issues behind closed doors. So anybody here who's working Web3 would love for you to fill out the survey. If you have questions around any of the data or negotiating your compensation, like please reach out either um, in our Discord or on Twitter and we'd love to help you navigate the process because it's not easy um, and there's not a lot of public data available even in Web2 world, but still really nothing in Web3. So reach out and happy to help you in any way. How do you find that survey? So it's actually in our Discord, but I will, um, I can't multitask, so I was trying to do it while I was talking. If it's okay, I'll pin it here, um, just so everyone has easy access to it here. But it is in our Discord. It's right under like our official links, um, and it's a type form. It'll say Web3 Compensation Survey there. Yeah, I know it's really hard to multitask. So while you were talking, I was trying to find a tweet, but I couldn't find a recent one. Uh, so that's um, awesome, though. I'm, uh, I did fill it out, I think, when we first started chatting. Uh, back a few weeks ago. So I'm I'm just super curious to see the data. I'm always really hyper aware of um, this topic, whether it's in Web 2 or Web 3, you know, as a woman who I've kind of grown up in the tech industry and um, very male-dominated industries, whether it was I was in the automotive industry and then the um, fitness industry. So it was, and then in technology and both of those things. So like just super, super male-dominated, but um I've found, for me anyway, at Record Shop, it's been, there has been a little bit more of an equal um, footing of men and women, which is great. And I absolutely love it. Um, one of our co-founders is a woman and she's just awesome to chat with at any time. Um, but, you know, the compensation thing is still like so, we just don't talk about that ever. <laughs> I was just listening to a podcast the other day where someone was like, talking about her bm like her bowel movements <laughs> i'm like wow we almost talk about that more than we talk about pay and like openly transparently talking about that um so i'm really like i'm just so curious to see the outcomes of that survey um yeah but uh victoria i'd love to pass it over to you and just hear about um what you've been doing i know so the rogue bunnies collection um one of our collectors over at Record Shop, Phileas Foggs, turned me on to it. And I was really curious to see what you guys were doing and using this new technology to really bring forward this new side of all the bunnies. Like, really great to see that. Um, would love to just pass it over to you. Hey, thank you. And thank you. He, Phileas Fogg is one of our favorite community members. He also won... Um, a painting in a raffle um, and we got to meet him in real life fairly recently in the last uh, over the our event that was in Hollywood a couple weeks ago he came out for that so he's a very valued community member and thank you for feeling us for um, in uh, introducing us and uh, you know uh, so that we could you know be on here and talk and yeah so this project you know this project started out one way um, I started I started developing it just under two years ago um, I felt there was a a problem to solve the problem was we um, we don't have control of our intellectual property as as playmates um, through the magazine anymore they're they've transitioned their entire uh, let's just say they've they their target audience has changed 
And um, so the audience that we were used to uh, entertaining and interacting with no longer had access to us at all. And so uh, other than social media, which I don't find as, ex- as that accessible. And so um, as an artist, I, you know, got interested in NFTs and I really wanted to create something um, with my Playmate sisters, uh, you know, we have a really unique bond there. Hugh Hefner chose each and every one of us. And so I just felt that we could probably band together and create something, you know, separate and apart and create a new brand, actually separate and apart where we could, you know, control our um, control our IP and also control how we access our community, our fans or anybody else that that had followed us previously. And bringing those people into Web3 has been also a challenge, as we all know, educating um educating anybody who doesn't know about nft or web3 that has been a really huge challenge but it's been really fun um getting people over and including all the girls i've i onboard all the girls personally myself um i have a long chat with them i explain what the project is where it's going what it's doing what their partition participation means and um it's turned into this really great for one we have a we have our own community as as playmates we have our own bunny community amongst ourselves but now we really have a community and being able to share that community um with uh others who have followed us before and even new people has been super rewarding and really really fun um but also to changing kind of the perception of what it is to be uh, a playmate um i think traditionally you know people would label us as bimbos and this type of thing and and it couldn't be further from the truth. These these women aren't just pretty, um, but they are entrepreneurial. They're smart. Um, they're ambitious. And um, a lot of them have really gotten into the whole NFT thing. They've really um, just just really gotten into it. And, and it's opened a whole new avenue for all of us to not only potentially create revenue, but also to connect with people globally and I think there's something really amazing about that in COVID specifically when we we're all shut down and everybody you know it just became this virtual world where we're sitting on computers and stuff and I think what came out of that was that we realized that we that we are the same all around the world you know we all want the same things we want to have families and have healthy um, have healthy children and um, be creative and we want to have fun and we want to do that you know with our peers and with people around us our friends our family and so this created you know web3 has created a way to create new families and new communities um, and it's it's been really really great so our project uh, we have a partnership with Dapper Labs. That's one of the chains we're on. We're on Flow. And um, we have trading cards that are out right now. You can go to roguebunnies.com and check it out. Um, The entry level is $10 to get a pack of five. And so it's really super easy. You can just use a credit card, debit card. So it's super easy to get in. We do challenges. Uh, We're constantly engaging people in our Discord. Um, As Phineas Fogg will, uh, will... uh, confirm he's in there all the time chatting up with us and we have a token gated area for those who are holders um to access the playmates we're in there all the time chatting up with everybody and it's been super fun and we have lots of lots lots more going on with our roadmap that we haven't even revealed yet that's in production now so it's super exciting and um yeah just just overall just having a community 
where we have a where we have a hub now. You know, when we lost Mr. Hefner, um, he passed away in 2017, and the Playboy Mansion, which was our clubhouse, was gone. You know, we were really super spoiled. So this isn't quite, you know, obvious the same as going to the mansion and having you know Hef around all the time. But it certainly is a great second way for all of us to stay connected and be able to chat with each other so easily all the time. We all know what's going on with each other and um, and sharing sharing that with our community has been key. But but truly rewriting our legacy of who we are as as playmates and um, also inspiring other women who are like, oh, well, if they can do it and look what they're doing and they're cre- creating compelling, innovative uh, content, you know, then then I should be able to, too. So hopefully we'll inspire many more women um, to come into this space. It's becoming less intimidating for sure. Um, there's so many great women in the space now. It's been, you know, we've all kind of gone to come together as, you know, this being a mission to bring more women in. And it definitely has worked because I see the numbers, um, the numbers increasing of women in all, even in the Twitter spaces and in clubhouse and just everywhere, um, that we talk about NFTs and web three. So, good going everybody you know should everybody should pat themselves on the back that we're definitely moving the dial forward so yeah that's that's what we're doing and um and thank you for having us here so interested in what everybody's doing um with the women of web3 yeah thank you so much for sharing and for joining in today i really love hearing how these different collections come to be and like loving hearing uh, <laughs> Phileas yeah like I said he turned us on to, he turned me on to Rogue Bunnies and was just like you gotta check out this community they are doing so much fun stuff um, so very very appreciative that you guys have joined today um, I want to toss it back over to Rachel and I know you talked a little bit about the imposter syndrome and kind of just not feeling mm, totally secure or feeling like maybe I don't deserve to be here. Um, and I think that's something that is, you know, common of human nature where we <laughs> put ourselves out there and we try things and we're like, okay, if as soon as it gets acknowledged and you feel like, ooh, you know, maybe I shouldn't be speaking on this topic. And um, it just made me think back to starting this Women of Web3 and the, and the Women um, of Dance mentorship program we did. Uh, and it wasn't until one of our mentees, because I was always there uh, talking and like pumping up our mentors. Um, we had some amazing mentors. We had DJ Rap and Vassy and Juliet Sakura and, and Paula from our team. And um, at one point, one of our mentees was like, well, Lisa, you're actually one of our mentors as well. Like, I don't know if you've realized that. I was like, oh, shit, that's so cool. Um, no, I didn't realize it until you actually said it. So um, I'm just curious from your point of view, do you have any tips on battling that imposter syndrome or um, how to better educate yourself so you can maybe help yourself put that feeling aside? Yeah, totally. I love that story that you just shared. Um, I mean, I, I guess I should say I don't, I don't love that you didn't already see yourself as a mentor, <laughs> but I'm glad that they brought it to your attention and then you recognized it and hopefully you recognize it going forward. Um, it's interesting because I kind of battled with this a little myself when deciding to start my community in January, right? 
I'd only started playing around on Twitter and, and all that in like November of last year. So two months later, I was already wanting to start a community to help people with job-related things because I knew I had that experience from Web 2, but I was still learning so much about Web 3. And so I remember that feeling of, do I have enough information? Do I, am I like knowledgeable enough on the space yet? Or do I need to like spend, you know, another year here to really understand it before I'm, you know, eligible for starting something myself and becoming, you know, a founder, which at the time I wasn't really like on my radar. Um, but what, one of the um, values that I started X Collective on um, that I just want to share with everyone that I've been trying to take with me through the space is just jump right in. And the idea is just like, just go for it. And you'll, you can learn while driving <laughs> in this space. Um, and I realized that had I had waited till I learned more about this space, I would have missed the opportunity to do what I was trying to do and start the community when, and impact the people back then when I could. So in hindsight, like it was, I just jumped right in and I went for it. And I think like, that's what I try to encourage, like the women and non-binary people in our community, just go for it. Like you don't need to know everything. By the way, no one knows everything. This is all happening around us and changing like every single day. Um, and with the way the market's moving, like it's a lot to follow and um, that's okay. Like it's okay. If, if it's not okay or comfortable for you, it might not be um, the right place to invest like a hundred percent of your time. But if you're, you know, okay with the ambiguity then, and like all of the change, then I think this is a really exciting place to be. I um, joke a lot with people that when I was younger, if I had a test, um, you know, coming up, I would study the entire chapter and, and I wouldn't miss a page. And there's just no way I would go into a test knowing that I didn't read a couple of pages in the chapter. That was just the kind of student I was. And now I look back and I think about where I am today. And I've learned that like you, you don't have to know everything to do something, try something. Um, you can use context clues. You can use resources. You can rely on friends you're making in the space to help fill in the gaps. So um, that's what I tell a lot of the people in our community. Like, just go for it. Jump in. Um, everyone experiences at some point that, like, imposter syndrome. Um, but you do have the skills. One one person said this to me, a mentor of mine in, my, in one of my old jobs. So I was doubting something around, like, what standard compensation was for a certain role and a company was asking us and it was a founder asking me and I kind of like stumbled on it and like was like very quick to like talk about how I needed to check the data and afterwards my mentor was like you are the expert on recruiting you are closest to all the candidates and the compensations and so you're in this whole room of all of these really smart, amazing people. You know the most and you're the best at this. That's why they, that we hired you and that we're putting you in front of this founder to talk about it. And I feel like that was like really helpful and want to encourage others too. Um, you know what your strengths are and, and there's so much room in the space for you to bring them and use them. So very long-winded answer. Sorry if I didn't actually answer your question. 
Um, but when it comes to just imposter syndrome, just think about, you know, what you're good at and what you don't know, it's okay not to, and just leverage the people around you to help fill in the gaps. Well, and I think what's cool about you guys acknowledging that is, um, you know, that's something just looking at the broader NFT space and some of the larger companies that I've been involved with in the space and a bunch of the Twitter spaces that I've been in, like anybody in a, um, most of the people that I'm cool with in a position of power all kind of come at it that way too. Um, so it's cool to hear that you're aligned with that. And that it's really what we've found in the space is that the ideas that are left field, the things that you never think would be possible or the things that have worked um, maybe 20 years ago in web two in some capacity, but you kind of like reformat it into a way that works here in this space. And it's obviously authenticated and it's trackable. Um, they, they work really well. And we've done some of that stuff at record shop sort of as experiments uh, and I mean, Lisa could speak to that, uh, pretty directly cause she's been involved in a lot of the activations and so forth. Um, but they are kind of just like, for lack of a better phrase, throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks and like the things that you don't think are possible or that will work end up working really well. So it's cool to hear you guys acknowledge that. Yeah. I really like the story you told about, you know, in school you would have to you would feel that you had to read every single page and like that's how you would be prepared if you knew all the things. Um, and I don't, I, I'm assuming this isn't just my experience, but like thinking back to, you know, especially elementary school, um, I found that that was a standard set for a lot of the girls in the class where like you were really, you were expected to do well in tests. Whereas for the guys, like if they failed, it was okay. It was just a joke anyway. Um, and I, you know, that's something that really has stuck with me and I've really thought a lot about and saying it's okay to fail. Like all of those dudes did just fine. They still graduated school. Um, but, you know, just having that pressure set on you um, is something it is really difficult to let go of, but something that we need to let go of in order to take those opportunities to, you know, throw like Nick just said, throw things at the wall, see what sticks and not be afraid of the things that fall off the wall and Oh, well. <laughs> um, but I also would actually love to hear, um, Victoria, your perspective, because when I think about the bunnies, I really think about um, women with so much confidence. And um, I don't I don't want to say like perfection, but it does like <laughs> that is a word that comes to my mind, like these perfect women. Um, obviously, that's a ton of pressure. So I would love to hear from your perspective if like obviously there's probably more imposter syndrome than I actually imagine when we think about it and we kind of crack that um, shell a little bit, but I'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Well, certainly I, I certainly, I think that probably happens more than you realize. I mean, you know, obviously we're not perfect, but the image that's, you know, displayed of us is uh, a perfect version of ourselves and um, it is a lot of pressure, actually, to con to constantly live up to that twenty-year-old uh, perfect version of ourselves. So, so there is a lot of pressure. I think. I mean, me personally, just you know, getting older, um, you know, looking different than my pictures when I was twenty, those kind of things, you know. And people expect that you don't age. And then when you do, then they're like, oh, my God, you know, so there, you know, we and then there's also the stigma of um, women not liking us because 
whether they feel it's a threat or whether they feel they don't like us because they don't they don't like our choices for having done what we've done. So, um, you know, imposter syndrome. Sure. I think there's other, I think there's other things, um, that, that we've had to deal with and, um, you know, that we, that we have to work against. It's all part of it. You know, a lot of us take it in stride because, you know, the benefits of what, what we've done and, and the community that we came from, you know, we love it so much that, you know, we have to take it in stride, but certainly there is, uh, you know, there is a backlash to, you know, the choices that we have made, um, and, and, and living around that for sure in society has, has come up quite a bit for me personally, even, you know, other mothers at my daughter's school or, you know, whatever. So, um, there, there has been a little bit of that. I don't know if that answers your question quite, but, um, that's kind of a little bit of what, you know, certainly a, a playmate does have to deal with It's It seems like that everything is, is, um, handed to us or perfect or like, you know, but, but there is a lot of obstacles that we do have to overcome, um, socially, um, for having, you know, been in Playboy and whatnot. And certainly with this project, one of the things I certainly want to, what I was talking about breaking that is, you know, trying to break through those, um, those barriers and trying to be, you know, trying to be something, trying to present something in a, in a different lights that, you know, better for us you know rewriting our legacy as i said um and the changing the perception because that is a lot of pressure for any woman to have to feel like they have to live up to something or that they're presenting something that isn't true and standing behind it that's that's an awful place to be and um you know just shouldn't should just be able to be ourselves and not have to worry about stigmas and other you know things associated with uh you know our life or our life choices Oh, absolutely. Totally get where you're coming from. Um, Carrie, welcome. I saw you requested to come up and speak. I did. Hi, Yay! thank you so much. This is Carrie Kendall. I'm a September 1990 and I'm one of Victoria's rogue bunnies. And I agree with everything Victoria just said. And on top of that, I wanted to say that um, when you first uh, brought up imposter syndrome at the beginning of this talk, I was like, oh, fantastic. I'm glad they're going to talk about that because I have a huge amount of imposter syndrome in the circle of playmates and playboy and having from the get-go since I've been a playmate. And I'm, I'm glad that's being addressed because I always feel like, well, well, that's that's them. You know, I don't belong here. I somehow snuck in. I'm, you know, it, and it is such a um, it's a tough thing. Imposter syndrome. I've, I've never felt like I fit in with all the other glamorous women who are playmates or you know like how how did I sneak into here so I'm glad it's being addressed and everything else that Victoria said is true as well it's tough with you know with the women that people assume that we have so much we are confident but sometimes people assume that we have way more confidence than we do or that we're so used to being complimented they shouldn't say anything nice to us and that's especially true in personal relationships well i'm not going to tell you you're beautiful you hear that all the time you know well i want to hear it from you Anyway, I digress. I just wanted to say thank you for addressing imposter syndrome because it's brutal. It's really brutal. And thank you for having us on this, in this space. Yeah, thank you so much for coming up and sharing that. I think it's, it is really interesting just to bring up this topic. And Victoria, you mentioned, um, you know, other women 
uh, I can't, you've said it really well, but like, um, other, other women, uh, women are harder on women than yes. anybody else. And, and, um, one of the things that people will find, um, that they will be surprised about knowing about the playmates is that we were not competitive with each other, you know, a bunch of pretty girls. We, we all were working all the time, but we always saw it as, and Hef always designed, uh, you know, that we have a new friend every month. We get a new friend. We're a sorority. We're in this together. Um, we're all very supportive of each other. And sure there was, there was some, there could have been some drama here and there or whatever, but for the majority, for the most part, the women were, were all very kind to each other and very supportive of each other. And it is not a catty environment. Now, you'll hear some of the girls talk about when they were modeling and they would go on modeling auditions and whatever and showing their book and going around town looking for jobs and stuff that that they would walk into a room and the, the other beautiful women, it was like a cat show. You know, I mean, it was just it would be terrible because they're competing and, you know, for the same thing. And and but that was never the case with us which is what I think is really nice about our our community our internal community as bunnies is that we all share that we all share a very special bond and we really appreciate where we came from and how and and how we all came together you know it's um it's it's just a it's a very unique idea but yeah women are hard on women and we really need to we really need to reset that mindset as how we treat other women you can you never will i always say this to everybody you never will uh you will never have anything bad come to you not, not never but usually mostly you will never have anything bad to come to you if you lift someone up you're never gonna you know lifting people up isn't gonna bring you down it's gonna lift you up as well they say the boat rises with the tide so if you rise together then everybody rises together and and the same thing if you beaten everybody down everybody's gonna be everybody's gonna be pushed down so you know really changing the perception of how of, of how we are to each other and and the content that we put out um, and and how we you know just how we view each other as women it's really really it would be it's so much more empowering when women help women men help women that's one thing that's amazing that's great but when women help women there that's a whole nother level so just keeping that in mind and also i just want to put out there um that um um when you compare yourself to yourself or anything or or anything you have to other people you're always going to find yourself underneath whatever it is you're comparing it to so my advice is always stop comparing yourself to the person next to you or the person over there because we all have our own special things about us our own, our own special talents and um everybody's unique in in their own way and stop comparing ourselves social media is terrible for that you know we're constantly comparing ourselves to these airbrushed and filtered images and it's just it's 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 got us it's got we all have to you know realize put put all that down and realize you know it's entertainment and that's fun and everything but don't don't believe in any of it, you know, just, just, you know, do your thing, be yourself and stop comparing yourself to those around you. I absolutely love that. And it really, I think, ties into what you were saying right when you joined and you're telling us about Rogue Bunnies is it's you getting to take control of your narrative. And I think that's the beautiful part of Web3 and what we can build and what we have this opportunity to build right now is... Um, unlike social media where it is really curated and, you know, you're only getting fed content either that you've um, already liked or 
you know, a very curated version where like everything still looks really perfect. In Web3, you're joining a Discord community where someone's literally just in there chatting away or, you know, hopping on one of these spaces where it's such an open, um, so open, something that we don't, I don't think we see as much on the typical like Web2 social media platforms where it's very, just very curated. So I'm just really excited for where Web3 can take us with building genuine relationships and allowing us to better understand these perspectives rather than just the airbrushed version of it. Um, So that is really exciting to me. And I think that's where, this is where I'm assuming the, um, the, um, losing the word, (laughs) but that where you wanted to come from with rogue bunnies and the reason why all of the girls are very excited to do this. It's to share these stories. Um, and I guess tossing it back over to Rachel, uh, not to put you on the spot if (laughs) try to distract you from your hunger. Um, but this is like obviously very, uh, tied into kind of all of this compensation. And when we're thinking about, um, you know, when I see all of my friends on Instagram and like all the vacations they're taking and I'm like, oh, damn, they must be making so much money. Um, but then as soon as you chat with them, you're like, oh, okay, no, we're like all on the same plane. And like, I'm just, I'm spending my money doing this and you're spending it on that. Um, so what, what do you foresee are the most important parts of Web3 for kind of garnering that community and making it um, able to share more and feel like we're on a more honest plane, I guess, if that makes Yeah, I think, like, um, that's such an interesting point about, like, vacations and, and kind of, like, things that people signal through social media and, like, just without them saying but just doing. Um, and I think just, like, like I kind of alluded to before, the more we talk about these things – the better because then all of the assumptions and, and things we kind of make up in our heads are squashed. So I think Victoria, you just bringing those things up and carry what you brought up and just like saying these things out loud, make other people realize like, I feel that way too, or I'm glad that this isn't how I thought it was or whatever it may be. And so, yeah, that's why I think spaces, Twitter spaces in general are just so awesome. Um, while Victoria was speaking though, I was also thinking a lot about like, how what she was saying applies really well. And I can't help but always think about like from a recruiting lens, like how things are in the workplace. And um, what you were describing was really interesting. I I faced this when I was at um, my first job, which was a big corporate bank. And it felt like a lot of the women in the room were sort of of the mentality of, I worked so hard to get here. I went through so much shit to get here. Um, I, you know, had to climb all these ladders and uh, deal with all this bureaucracy and crap. Like, so do you, as opposed to like what, um, I, my, my mentality is, which is, oh, I dealt with X, Y, Z. Like I will do anything to avoid you from having to deal with that other woman who's coming into the space. Let me like help you skip steps and, and get higher. So, and, and then, so what you said really resonated with me in describing kind of how things are within your community, um, the Playboy community and Rogue Bunnies generally, which is, which is amazing. Um, 
And so I want everyone to just like think about that in the workplace when other people um, are coming in. If you dealt with something that kind of sucked or took longer than you wanted to get a promotion, like keep those things in mind for the other people that are coming up and, and kind of just like lift each other up along the way. I think that's a big ethos in Web3 that I'm excited about. Um, but we have to like keep remembering to intentionally do because it's, you know, always like squeaky wheel, whatever that phrase is, right? So some people might not be as loud. Um, we have to help amplify their voices. So um, I do have to jump soon to my family for the holiday, but um, loving this conversation and I might might fade off soon. But um, thank you for having me. And I'd love to connect with anyone here after too. And, and Rogue Bunny is definitely going to follow along your journey, really interested in, in kind of the community you're fostering, it seems really amazing and aligns so well with our values and disco fries excited to learn more about what you're doing as well so thank you thank you so much for coming on uh while we have you all here i'd love to hear more about kind of where the project is going moving forward and what's in the plans and obviously i know there's stuff you probably have under wraps so you don't have to reveal too much but we, we would definitely love to hear where you're going and um because we're part of record shop and uh, we're trying to push the artist music community forward. Of course, keep in mind, if there's ways for us to all work together, we're definitely interested in that. But uh, yeah, feel free to jump in and take the floor. And of course, if anybody has questions, uh, just raise your hand and we can bring you up. Yeah, thanks for asking that. And the way that I see us connecting from a music and NFTs in this space, I have a lot of um, people in the community, especially a couple of women I can think of, that are really interested in working in that space. So if you have like open roles and jobs on your team or other projects around you looking to hire community folks, marketing, social, like I could probably help make introductions for you. So we should chat offline about that. Um, but what I'm really excited about most with our community, um, aside from the co compensation survey, which I think is going to be super meaningful um, and some of the other things we're doing with like, you know, finding actually finding people job opportunities, um, I'm really excited about this initiative we launched recently called Refer to Earn. Um, and the idea is you don't have to be a recruiter to get someone a job. So if you're in a space like this and you hear someone speaking in the mentor role, a type of role they're looking for, and you're just like, oh, that might be an opportunity that X Collective has been sharing. Like you can make that introduction, you can make that match. And what I'm actually striving to do is make it also financially incentivizing. Um, a couple years ago, if you asked me, you know, if two people, if you help someone get a job, like, should you always be paid for it? I'd be like, no, like you can do it out of the goodness of your heart. Well, I actually now believe that you should get compensated. And I'm saying that here and now, um, I feel that if there is money on the table to be made for a recruiter and you come in and you make an introduction and you help someone get a job opportunity, yes, you'll have done something really good, a really good deed, um, but you should be compensated for it. And so, I'm creating these refer to earn opportunities. Right now we have, I think, five or six on our refer to earn kind of platform, um, which is also can be found in our official links. And essentially, we partner with companies, negotiate different bounties, um, certain amounts of money that they will pay if, if someone refers uh, talent within our network to their open roles and they get hired. So right now we've got pretty large bounties on there. I mean, you can earn up to, I think, $1,500 is one of the higher ones. Uh, for just making referrals. So if you know anybody looking for jobs in Web3, aside from just helping them get great opportunities, we're trying to provide financial earning opportunities 
for people to leverage their networks and do what a lot of people are already doing, but get paid for it. So really excited about refer to earn really excited about the opportunity, financial opportunities. It will bring it's, it's a very meta concept because you're bringing financial opportunity to the people getting the job, but also to the connectors. Um, so that's, that's something that we're working on that I'm really proud of and excited about. If you have any questions about it, if you're a super connector, you like making introductions, you have a big network, you like meeting new people in this space, you can earn um, through this platform. So feel free to reach out with any questions. And any, again, if anyone's looking for work, happy to help you out there as well. Thank you so much. Yeah, make sure y'all give the X Collective um, uh, profile a follow. Um, Rachel, I think you might we might have lost you down there, um, but it's hey hey, it's RP um, on Twitter. But we'll let you get to your dinner. Enjoy. <laughs> Hope you give some food in your belly and uh, help. <laughs> but we've at least distracted you for about an hour. <laughs> you did. Thank you so much. So good. Such a great space and good vibe. And um, you're an awesome host, Lisa. Thank you. You too, Disco Fries. You were great. Thank you both. <laughs> Thank you. Awesome. Uh, well, why don't we use? make sure we use the like, rest of the time up here with Rogue Bunnies. Um, just want to kind of open it up and any other things we want to talk about together in the next 10 minutes. Um, you know, we've had great conversations already about imposter syndrome and how we can lift each other up as women. Um, and we did kind of touch a little bit too on men, how men can support women. Um, that's something I really want to make sure that we highlight on all of these spaces as well, because I think a lot of men really want to say, how do I, do, how do I help? How do I um, lend a hand where I can? Uh, I think Iraq was in, oh yeah, Iraq's still here, or Eric, um, the upside down bat there. And uh, he's got this nice little anecdote, but one of his friends basically told him, one of his girlfriends said, hey, you know, you can't hold my hand and do everything for me, but you need to support me. You need to, to um, you know, l help lift me up. So I'll, I'll toss it over to Victoria and Carrie, but what, what are some things that uh, have been either really great stories that you've heard or that you've experienced yourself that you're like, yes, this was something amazing that a man did that um, I just want to shout out. I want to highlight that was really, really supportive. And uh, yeah, I'll just toss that over. Um, thank you. So the first one that comes to mind, of course, and this is people are, is Hugh Hefner. I mean, he, he's not here with us now, but he is a man who all of us can say helped us. He personally helped me um, with my art career. When I became a Playmate, all I wanted to do was work for the magazine, doing art as my whole reason becoming a Playmate was to, to spark an art career. And he um, gifted me a licensing contract that gave me all the um, rights to all the intellectual property and trademarks of Playboy and use them in my artwork and, and to sell worldwide. And um, that lit my art career on fire. Um, started in 2000. I had the license for 11 years. I'm the only artist that's ever received a licensing contract from Playboy in its history. So for me, that was it. That was one that that one story always is the one story that I always tell because that changed the trajectory of my entire life. And um, and it wasn't. It was you know he didn't have to do that. He didn't have to put his entire 
brand on the line for one little 20 something year old girl to, to, you know, to, to, to try and see if she can make an art career out of it. You know, he didn't know what I was capable of, but he certainly believed in me. And he's done that with many other women, um, many of the other playmates helping them in ways, you know, that, you know, you never are going to hear about, or, or you might hear about here, but you know, that you, that you wouldn't have heard about before. But I think, I think anytime a man has the ability to support a whim, a woman to make a phone call, to say something nice, to put the bug in someone's ear, like, yeah, you really, you should really talk to her. She's really great. Those kind of small things, they cost nothing. Um, but they can also change the trajectory of someone's life by, by an introduction. Um, you know, if, if, if someone has the power to, you know, open a door of any kind, um, then do it. And, and certainly I find myself, you know, I've been asked for help many, many times just being in this space for to connect with someone or or any of those things. And I always I always am happy to do it because, like I said, it doesn't cost anything. The things that can be the most effective are things that are completely free and almost effortless. It's just a matter of, you know, your resources, pooling your resources and sharing them with each other. And that's probably the biggest support you could give a woman is, you know, sharing your resources to, um, you know, to move the dial for her. Because, you know, compliments are great and saying you're great and those kinds of things are great. But actually doing something that, like I said, moves the dial makes all the difference. I'd like to piggyback off of something that um, that you guys were saying about don't do it for us. You know, when men don't do it for us, but they encourage us to to get out there and do it ourselves. My best friend, I call him my best friend that is a boy. He lives out in Oakland and he is that type of supportive. He always speaks up for women and such, but when he always make sure we are doing the things ourselves. Like for instance, he was out here for a month um, staying with me over the summer and I have this huge hedge in my yard, absolutely huge. And I bought, you know, a, an electric hedge trimmer and I was scared to do it. And he knew I was scared to do it, but he sat there on the swing and watched me do the whole thing myself. You know what I mean? As soon as I was done though, he got right up and he swept up all the mess. But I, I felt like anyone watching from a distance would be like, why is he sitting on his ass? Why is he letting her do all that? But I knew exactly why he was doing that. And he will say with his own words, because I want my friends to have a win. I want my friends to have a victory. And when he's a motorcycle rider, he rides a Harley. And when he teaches women how to ride the motorcycles, he makes sure to lay it down and teach them how to get it up by themselves. And he will sit there. He will tell them how to do it, teach them how to do it. But he will sit there and make sure that they can get that motorcycle up all by themselves if they lay it down. So I once again, I'm digressing, but I feel like it kind of is in tune with what you were saying when men support us and they back us and they can speak up for us, especially to other men, but they will sit back and let us have a victory, you know, and teach us that way. Thank you for letting me speak again. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, uh, I really, really like those examples because it really is a clear, uh, like I need to do these things I'd love to have you there because you've done it before showing me and 
uh, making sure I don't like cut my leg off if I'm trimming the hedge. <laughs> but uh, I don't need you to actually do it for me. And like the motorcycle example, I think is great because like what, how good are you going to be uh, being able to get yourself on the motorcycle if you can't even lift it off the ground? So exactly, exactly. Those are that's perfect. That's like a perfect example. And um, I think about like my most one of more more recent um, career related examples is when I was in conversations with Record Shop. I was so I started back in November officially on the team, but I had been talking to Record Shop for quite a while before that. Um, and I started talking with the product, um, our chief product officer at the time, Jonathan, and he and I just clicked. We got along really, really well, but there just wasn't a spot for me on the team at the time. Um, but he put me in contact with two other people, you know, <laughs> until I finally found uh, Peter, who was our um, platform expert at the time, who, you know, was looking for someone for the community team to, um, manage these conversations on Twitch and to um, help out with the community team. And he knew that I had, uh, or when I was talking with Jonathan, he knew that I had a background in theater. So when I was talking with um, Peter and he's like, Hey, I would need somebody who can like just step up and chat with people. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds fine. That's basically like theater, just like in my office instead of on a stage. Um, but I, that would have never happened had Jonathan not been making those connections for me in the background um so again for our, all the men i see a lot of you listening in today i know you're here because you want to know how to lift up women and to support us in web3 that is to me i think victoria said it really well but using the your influence that you have to put women's name out there or to um, offer up whatever it is that you can and nick i know you've done that a ton with the artists that you work with um, that's like a huge part of what you do at Disco Fries, whether it's women or whether it's people just really entering the industry and starting off fresh. And obviously that takes a little bit more time, but damn, doesn't it feel so much better? Like when, to know that those people can be independent and they can then run with it, whether it's a woman, whether it's, you know, to what Rachel was saying earlier, um, you know, non-binary folks, people with disabilities, like there's there's the whole scope of, people who are not in you know our typical mainstream web3 person that you think of um, so the more we can do as a team as ourselves to find those awesome people um, like Victoria with her art <laughs> or Carrie with wanting to learn how to ride a motorcycle the more you can do to empower them to do it themselves that is the best thing absolute best thing say hey i'll be here to teach you i'll take the time um i think all of our examples are basically people taking a little bit of extra time rather than just fall back on the thing that you're just comfortable with and or doing it yourself yeah i, I feel like this is a perfect note to to kind of leave off on and and on that i'll just uh quick shout out to god cloud uh who's working with a really dope artist by the name of monica on his project and uh that's dropping on record shop soon. Um, and just on our side, uh, we work with an artist by the name of Vic, who has been in uh, some of these spaces before. And um, with her, to your point, like kind of gave her the the keys to the car and, and showed her, you know, the map. And then she kind of has taken her own journey and, and uh, is really empowered and now has learned how to DJ. And, uh, you know, I helped facilitated some conversations with her and agents and she's getting an agent on board. But it's, I'm just kind of like, 
you know, helping her find her way, but she's doing all the the legwork to really make it happen. And it's awesome not only to see a female artist do that in such a male dominated space, but she's also super young. Um, and to be able to make the moves she's making in, in such an impactful way is it, it's impressive, but it's also inspiring for me. And um, I love an underdog story that it's, uh, it's just, it feels good to do something like that. Um, and I, you know, I feel a responsibility to do it. Uh, it's, it's obviously out of the kindness of my heart and, and that she's super talented, but I also feel a responsibility when you're in a certain place in our industry. Um, you got there because of other people helping you and lifting you up. So, uh, this is a, this is a great note to leave off on and, and thank you all for coming in here. We do this every week, every Wednesday, at 2 p.m., you can find Lisa and I here. We we try not to leave our house for a full hour, and uh, we give you our time. And if anybody's interested in jumping on a future space, just reach out to the Record Shop account and give it a follow. Uh, and please share this space because people listen after the fact. Uh, last thing is the podcast. I mentioned it earlier, but if you just tuned in, uh, we are launching these Twitter spaces as podcasts. So you can check them out after the fact. You can listen on Spotify if you didn't catch the whole thing. Um, they'll all start populating very soon. Uh, I think we have one episode up, and there's there's a few more coming up there. So thank you so much for tuning in and, and joining in on the conversation. Lisa, any parting words? Thank you. No, I think you wrapped that up really well. Just wanted to say th thank you so, so much to Victoria and Carrie for coming on up as well. Um, Rachel and X Collective, it was a pleasure to speak with you. I know you're gone now. Um, I did pin to the top a link to the podcast. It's also on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast, you can just follow us there and we'll automatically drop into your, uh, into your list there. But thank you so, so much. We will see you uh, actually in one hour we're going live with wine bags um nick and i so come and join us we're just talking all day today <laughs> <laughs> last thing i will shill and it's not even really a shill because it's really dope is um we did something a little bit different with the latest drop on record shop uh if you're familiar with nervous records and you're a fan of dance music they're a legendary house label had everybody from armand van helden to todd terry on the label uh and they put out some exclusive music in a new box set format. So basically, you buy the box set, you get all the collectibles, you don't have to chase cards, and uh, all the serial numbers are randomized as per usual, but you at least get all the music when you buy the pack. Uh, so go check that out. The Nervous Drop is live on Record Shop, app.recordshop.com. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Hey fam, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. We hope you found it informative and fun. To learn more about Record Shop, visit us at recordshop.com. That's R-C-R-D-S-H-P dot com. 